Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. Monday. Maury just got canceled. That's right. Maury Povich show got canceled by NBC Universal. Yeah, the news broke just over the weekend, mm -hmm. which is somehow just as surprising as learning that Maury was still making new episodes of his show. Right? Like, hey, that's the part that really I was like, oh, interesting. Over 31 years, by the way, that he's been doing it. And a cancellation seems like a weird way for it to have happened, right? I mean, it feels like Maury would have just kept on going until the studio fell apart around him, right? And maybe that's exactly what happened. I don't know. I haven't truly watched since the grade school days. You know, the day off of school, actually getting some exposure to uh, daytime cable television with all the ads for crappy correspondence colleges that make fun of you for sitting down and watching the show that you're watching. Yeah. Those. Uh, even then, though, I wasn't really interested in Maury. Sorry, Mr. Povich or Springer. Uh, it was Jonovision and How It's Made or like a two-hour block of Mythbusters reruns. That was me. What was your daytime TV favorite? Are you a boring person? Are you the most boring person in the world? Probably not, but uh, you might have some aspects of your life that are objectively boring. There's a new paper published in a bulletin called Personality and Social Psychology. So, you know, a real, uh, a real easy uh, page turner. But uh, what this study is really looking at is uh, jobs and hobbies that are identified as super boring. Super boring. Top five most boring jobs are banking, number five. Number four, cleaning. Number three, tax and insurance. Number two, accounting. And number one, data analysis. And four of those things are like the others. The other one is cleaning that nobody really likes to do, period. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm looking at the tax and insurance side of things right now. Is tax season. You can help out with this. You can help out with this, right? They show up to your next tax, uh, uh, you know, uh, interview, your tax meeting in a costume of some kind, right? Even just wear a... Wear a Groucho Marx mask. Yeah, that'll shake them up. Or, I mean, maybe you're doing it virtually, right? You're not actually going in. Or you could probably put some really fun custom backgrounds on in your Zoom meeting. That'll really put some fun in for them. Top five most exciting jobs. Teaching, health professional, journalism, science, and performing arts. All right, okay. Some of those I take totally at face value. What about the hobbies, though? Are you on the top five most boring jobs list? And you have one of the top five most boring hobbies? Mathematics. <laughs> is that, is that, I guess it's a hobby, right? I mean, playing, like, numbers games? Doesn't seem that boring to me. Observing animals, number four. How is that boring? It depends on the animal. But it's not like watching paint dry, is it? Uh, watching TV is a boring hobby. You are watching boring TV, then. Religion and sleeping are <laughs> number two and number one. Wait, what? <laughs> I gotta read this study. I actually do want to page turn this uh, personality and social psychology bulletin. Give me the latest copy.
You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Time for music news, and it's all about new music. Dave Grohl has uh, re-upped his confirmation about Dream Widow, a metal band sort of spin-off, um, fictional band as well, which is at the heart of the plot of Studio 666, which I am crushed to have not been able to see just yet, but I will. As soon as I can. Don't think it's in theaters anymore, but regardless, it will be watched. And uh, this lost album from the band in the film is going to be released very, very soon. In fact, this Friday is when uh, Variety has reported that that album is going to be starting to show up on streaming services. Not sure of any price for actual purchase. Meanwhile, Beck is going to be releasing some new old music. He's redoing Loser and Where It's At. I don't know about redoing as far as improving on them or just trying to make a new version, add a new spin, looking back at work that you want to fix and then actually having the power to do it. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. He says that is what's driving the next album. You constantly try not to evolve but crystallize. Interesting way of putting it. And Keith Richards has confirmed that the Rolling Stones music that was being worked on, unfortunately, at the time of the death of Charlie Watts last year, will be made. It will come to fruition. It will be released. And they have tapped drummer Steve Jordan to help out with finishing the recording of the new album. Tuesday. Learning that 85% of pet owners say that their pet has a nickname. And I go, what? That's only 85? There's a 15% margin of error, I think, going on right there. Because, seriously, that's it? I thought that there was kind of like an unwritten rule. I mean, never you never have to listen to an unwritten rule necessarily. Know the rule and then bend it or break it should you wish. But I thought the basic rule was that pets were supposed to have a name. Yes, sure but then be totally and completely confused when you use anywhere from 12 to 208 alternative nicknames and sometimes even just sounds, just guttural noises to address them, right? That's how it works. That's certainly how it works with my animals and has my entire life. Confused, yes, they are, but loving the attention, right? That's what's most important. Down in Brazil, a singer and uh, a a very prolific one uh, hospitalized only to get a diagnosis of trapped farts recently. Yep. <laughs> and I've heard of this happening here in town or, or here in Alberta. A friend uh, working as a paramedic, yeah, sure enough, they, they, they used a scope or some kind of gram or some kind of way to do the internal imaging and realized, no, that is just a fart, a giant fart pocket. And that's what's causing you such problems. They can deal with that well, though, as long as you don't cause yourselves too much problems doing it. But she didn't want to fart in front of her boyfriend, ended up getting him to take her to the hospital where he was witness to the reading of said diagnosis of trapped gas, trapped farts. You know what they say, emotions and farts, people. Never keep them bottled up. Sure, there is that best foot forward stretch at the start of any relationship, granted, granted, granted. But if the goal is comfort in the long term, might be time to just rip that band-aid off and let them rip on the regular. Just saying. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Pearl Jam getting us started off, confirming that a new album is in the works. Yes. Uh, Stone Gossard is uh, saying that uh, there is a follow-up to their most recent album, which was Gigaton from 2020, and some has already been laid down in the studio. says, we've recorded some songs, we're on our way, we're making music, he told Consequence of Sound. Um, and uh, that, uh, you know, producers on board, the band is full steam ahead, exactly zero 
word on when to hear the album. You know, give them some time, right? They are also going to be doing a tour, North American tour, starting in May, and uh, 19 shows is when the, is going to be covering. I don't think any of them really too close to here, right? It's not uh, super, super available. They do say North America. A lot of it is in America, and even one show in the Netherlands for some reason. Also, Billy Bragg of The Clash is saying that, uh, you know, it's not cool to reuse it, recover it, and then put it over top of far-right imagery to a Ukrainian band. Yeah, he's saying that uh, this band called Kiev Calling is uh, not so, so or the track, rather, is going to be not such a great, great look for the band, saying, please don't, there's nearly no legal leg to stand on, as it is a cover and a parody sort of thing going on, but still, absolutely more than capable and more than able to put out a statement saying, hey, I don't like it, and I think it's in poor taste. Wednesday. I think it's so funny. Uh, one of the things that I always get a laugh out of, but it's one of those, like, uh, laughs is the reactors, the the poo pooers to festival announcements. I mean, Lollapalooza just said that they've got a huge lineup for their run in Grant Park, Chicago, in July. And I do believe that the poo pooers of the Lollapalooza announcement are really just they're they're the same people on every announcement ever. You can see it in the comments. Go click on to Lollapalooza and take a quick scroll. You'll see it. I've only ever heard of one of these bands. Okay, so either Green Day or Metallica. There can only be one. What is this, Highlander? Yeah, and as for the bulk of the lineup, sure, yeah, smaller acts, bands you've never heard of, which is just so out of character for a music festival. They'd never take a chance on new music. (laughs) They'd never want to target a a young audience that has expendable money. No, never. Never. Uh, So, of course, there is some jealousy uh, towards the people who are actually able to go to some of these things, and maybe the value is just not in it for you, not worth the trip. For sure. Makes sense. Okay. Find a concert that does work for you, then. Big game tonight for the Leafs. They introduced back in 2017 their next-gen game nights, and this is another one of those, uh, and this time with a brand-new jersey to show off, designed by Justin Bieber. Yeah, Justin Bieber designed the next-gen game jerseys for the Leafs out on the ice later today versus the New Jersey Devils. Presumably, he was chosen not for hailing from Stratford, Ontario, uh, but so that there was a scapegoat if people didn't like them, right? And some people always dislike New Jersey designs. Always. But hey, this jersey actually gives you two chances at beating the first reversible sweater in North American professional sports. I find that surprising. Not super hard to believe, but really, the first? Okay, alright, cool. The first. Don't like one side? Flip it. Don't like both sides? Skip it. And you're done. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Devo, they are going to be donating a month's licensing revenue to help out with the relief efforts in Ukraine. Uh, the New Wave Band is uh, going to be encouraging all successful recording artists to do something similar as well and put some of their money towards the cause. Uh, now, if we're thinking just Spotify licensing revenue... Maybe not a whole lot of money, but that's certainly not the only money that's coming in for Devo or for several other bands. So fantastic to see Red Hot Chili Peppers going to be receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And uh, it's going to be revealed, uh, unveiled by George Clinton, who was a producer on their Freaky Styly album back in the day. It's going to be happening on 31st of March in a ceremony, the usual, down at uh, Hollywood Chamber of Commerce area. And, of course, with tons of photos all over the Internet for us to enjoy. Thursday. 
Now think chicken nuggets because uh, the w- a world record has been broken, my friends. A world record and now a uh, point to shoot for, right? UK resident Leah Shutkeever just nabbed the Guinness world record for most chicken nuggets eaten in only 60 seconds. She also has the record since 2020 for most chicken nuggets eaten in three minutes, which is obviously more. But she smashed this one-minute record by eating about 19 McNuggets, uh, 352 grams specifically, in 60 seconds. She was upset that she didn't hit the full 20, right? That's the pack, the, the share pack. They call it the share pack, but that's really not what it's about, is it? I mean, I know I'm on a meal plan right now, but I feel like after all 12 weeks of said meal plan, I'm going to be able to beat this record. With ease, I'm just going to be able to hit the inhale button. <laughs> just eat all those 20 nuggets within a split second. That's what it feels like anyway. And is sauce a factor? I feel like that would help, but also it might hinder as well. I don't know. Other records held by Miss Shutkeever. Fastest time to eat three mince pies, 52.21 seconds. Fastest time to eat three pickled eggs, 7.8 seconds. That's about how much time it takes me to eat one, so I mean, not far off. Uh, Fastest time to eat a muffin with no hands, 21.95 seconds. And most marshmallows eaten in one minute with no hands, 20 marshmallows in 2020. That is a cool record to hold on to. Joni Mitchell making some commentary about a brand new album that has just been announced by Harry Styles. Of course, Mitchell released back in 1975 on the album The Hissing of Summer Lawns, a song called Harry's House slash Centerpiece. Harry Styles calling his album Harry's House maybe an allusion to the album as he is a self-proclaimed fan of Joni Mitchell, but she has nothing bad to say about it, whatever, whatsoever. In fact, simply just saying, hey, love the title. Why not, right? Songs can share the same names as other songs. We don't need to make a big deal out of it. However, a big deal has been made out of a situation with the uh, member of Silverchair named Daniel Johns, uh, Australian musician who unfortunately was involved in a very, very serious drink driving situation and a, uh, a an accident, a collision. Um, now, no major injuries. However, he has now been entered into self-admitted into rehabilitation, saying that he was self-medicating with alcohol to deal with PTSD, anxiety and depression. Never a good plan, especially mixed with driving. Um, Hans Zimmer in the news because of a beautiful performance of several songs from from movies that he has helped score. Wonder Woman's theme, uh, music from Dune, from James Bond as well, performed with the Ukrainian Orchestra at the O2 Arena in London. It's uh, part of the UK tour that he is kicking off, uh, as well using the Ukraine Odessa Opera Orchestra to help bring attention to the turmoil, the invasion, Russia invading Ukraine, that began exactly one month ago today. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. NFL fans, it's time for your moment to shine in the sunlight. Yes, NFL announcing a coming virtual reality game that will let players, and I quote, play like a professional football player. A lofty statement, but it has already got some basis in uh, reality reality. Not virtual reality, this reality. As the company, Status Pro, is behind a project uh, known as the Pre-Game Prep. They're the creators of this system that allows actual pro players to simulate just about any game scenario in real time, on the fly, using like the latest pulled statistics, everything. And that system is already being used by several NFL teams. So you can see where the crossover lies. They're just like, this is 
very intuitive program system that we've got in place. How can we retool that for the consumer experience? Um, could be great, right? Could be great. Playing like a professional football player in virtual reality. But I uh, also feel like that very first touchdown run, it might cost you a new TV. Heads up. Friday. Here they go again. The Academy Awards returning this weekend, actually. And it's funny because when my girlfriend found out that, yes, the Oscars are coming up this weekend, she went, wait, what? Already? And I went, actually, they're way late. They were usually supposed to be in February, but of course postponed kind of last minute style. And since then, even more controversy has abound. Uh, they have removed some vitally important categories from the telecast, presumably to make it more attractive to TV viewers. Being like, hey, don't worry, it's not going to be quite as bloated. It's going to be a little more, a little shorter, a little bit more focused. We're not going to give attention to a lot of people who really, really deserve it in the movies that ha- actually helped you get through the pandemic, right? I predict a very low term out for watching this one i for one cannot wait to watch the highlights on monday morning male birth control pills may be coming they may be coming not too far away uh, according to an article i was reading male birth control is bound to be 99 percent effective with mice and then human trials are going to be starting soon uh, um, of course my layman brain is like okay great mice to humans let's yeah good thing you're doing the trials because Need to figure out if that effectiveness actually carries over or not. But typically, you know, it usually does. But uh, if anyone, if anyone is really going to, once this becomes a regularly available thing, if anyone's going to be ducking responsibility by feeding you a line like, no, it can't be safe. How about you keep taking your body-altering pill instead? It's been around for longer. Just, just release them in beef jerky flavor. You know what I mean? Like, that's the solution here. That'll make people enticed to actually give it a try. Release the male birth control pill with beef jerky flavor. Heck, put Guy Fieri on the box, too. Welcome to No Baby Town. That's Marketing 101. (laughs) I clearly know what I'm talking about. Promised a while ago, and there was no reason to doubt it, but it has come to fruition. The Foo Fighters fictional offshoot band (laughs) Dream Widow. This is from the movie that they released, you know, Studio 666. The band that they play in that movie has put out an album called Dream Widow. Self-titled and uh, Encino is the track that they've uh, got up first as a preview. Here's just a taste of it. Heavy, heavy stuff. Totally want to check out that whole album. Meanwhile, you've got Red Hot Chili Peppers dropping some brand new music, as well as getting ready for a Hollywood Walk of Fame star. They're getting theirs uh, after four years, sorry, four decades of years in music, and that's going to happen next week. The album Unlimited Love is going to be coming out a little bit later on this year, set to arrive on April 1st. Uh, with, uh, with with The Getaway uh, being the, the most recent album from 2016. So it has been a, a few years, right? It's been six full. Here's Far From the Dream Widow Foo Fighters uh, output. This one titled Not the One. Hear more from the album very soon. The end of next week. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. How um how dressed do you get to go and grab the mail? Sincere question, sincere question. So back when I was living at a single mailbox address, which I, I, now that I think back to it has been most of my life just in different spots, I would just, you know, 
be it would be generous that I'd even have boxers on to whip the door open and reach that one arm out at full extension to grab the mail contents. You know, kind of like hunkering over just a little bit to hide the most naughty bits behind a wall. But now I'm in an apartment. Can't reach from the door frame. I'm in a building with all the mailboxes in the lobby now, and a lobby security camera, I might add. Of course, standard. But some days, <laughs> I admit, some days, when the building sounds quiet, I am super tempted just to dash out in my boxers again to, to snag the bills and flyers that I don't even want. What is the acceptability of, like, a 30-second mad mail dash like that? I want to know. I want to know. Give me your thoughts. A travesty, a, a devastating piece of information has been making the rounds, been discovered. And shame on us for not realizing sooner, because, I mean, the proof is right there. Dad's goodie rings, the cookies, no longer being produced. Right? Right? Okay, so, I know that if you're like me, that when you were growing up and the, the family got a box of Dad's assorted cookies, the goodie rings were absolutely the first to go and were the number one source of sibling rivalry at that point in time. One thousand percent. And you could steal them easily because it's a ring. You could just put your finger through it and yoink, gone. You're gone with it, right? Put your finger through all of the rings in the box, scoop out all three, four, five, however many came in it, you're laughing and everybody else is crying. Gone. Can't do that anymore. I mean, maybe they'll bring it back. There's no word on it being officially discontinued. Just in a state of non-production, I guess. Ugh, just delicious stuff. And now, no longer in store shelves. Convenience stores, grocery stores, drug stores. Not to be found. I even tried to look at one this morning. Couldn't find them. Sad state of affairs. Transmission over. Want more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.